Yeah. Yeah. Let me drop exclusive game from my exclusive mind. You be out here chasing fame. I stay steady on my grind. Zero diamonds, zero diamonds. Thank you for tapping into the Exclusive Minds podcast. Today we're going to be having an exclusive conversation with exclusive content from exclusive minds. I'm your host, Rook. And Joe. Let's get right into it. Yo, yo, yo. We are back for episode 52. Yo, yo. I guess it's been, it's been a couple weeks again. So we're kind of... Uh, Falling off the pace of once a week, but uh, we're still getting it done. So I, th- I think that was our longest break, right? That was a pretty significant break because the last time was the Jake Paul fight, and that was like in February twenty eighth, right? So yeah, it's been about Thursday. almost three weeks. Yeah, crazy, but yeah. None, none to say we're back. We're uh, we actually come bearing some good news, right? You are wearing it. I'm wearing it. Ah, uh, we are decked out in the latest and greatest exclusive minds wear that should be hitting the shelves this week. Yeah, this week coming hopefully Friday. We got to do a couple, a uh, couple product shots and videos, and videos uh, get and some hype going oh, I was on actually, social. Thank you for reminding me. I was actually making a TikTok on the way over here, and I was just like TikTok, tick tick TikTok. Casually, uh, you know. Let's get it in before it gets banned by the uh, U.S. government. Yeah, what's up? Freaking with that? Chinese. So they're trying to get. Well, sorry. They already, uh, <laughs> they already, uh, like, did something for people who are under the age of eighteen. You only get like an hour a day. I, I think that TikTok was self-imposing that because they, uh-huh. they're trying to head off, you know, any of this grief. So they're like, okay, well, we'll turn off. Uh, and I'm sure it's easy to beat. You probably just go in and say you're you're 18, if you're, even if you're 12 years old. And sure, you, I, I you bet you could. It, so. Like right, that's what I always used to do. I mean, I'll snitch on myself because I'm now over the age of 18. But back in the day, I remember like putting in my mom's birthday when they would Either ask. Either that like, or it's an excuse know. for them to capture your driver's license and all that other stuff. I, who knows? But I mean, uh, I think there's still a lot of pressure from for them getting banned. So now they're trying to just proactively get in front of it. And I don't know if it's going to work or not. Well, but. Yeah, because I think it was like a while back that we talked about how they they could monitor your like haptic tapping and stuff like that. So even if you're not like necessarily getting directly monitored, they could see what you're typing. And that's just common knowledge at this point that. They could see what you're typing and where the like the keyboard placement. <laughs> is that is like at. legalized uh, key logging? I mean, holy mackerel! Yeah, I guess they, they get know, your passwords and everything. They know everything, right? So that's that's whatever. But you know, like I said, my uh, my TikTok consists of memes, so they could see whatever they want. I mean, they could get any password they want. I'm not really hiding nothing. I guess like my bank account, but like yeah, well, what are they gonna steal go. from my bank account? Like, <laughs> like you're gonna see the transaction. You know what I mean? Yeah. So whatever. But um. Yeah, I mean, we uh, we went to go pick up the clothes on, um, what was that, Sa- uh, Friday? Yesterday, wasn't it yesterday? Did we go get, no, uh, oh my God, I'm losing my mind. You yeah, Friday. Yesterday. Yeah, 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 Friday. So uh, we went to pick up the uh, finished clothes Friday. So we're going to have uh, sweatpants that Dave is wearing a, an unusual version of. Yeah, um, this is a prototype, I like to call it, because they but, were asking about it. Yep, but. we'll have sweatpants. We will have a uh, hoodie. I'm wearing the red. Actually, I yeah. guess it's only the red, right? The Keep... only red, yep. Yep. So Formula One red, uh, and we have the T-shirt that you are wearing. Yes, the long sleeve T-shirt. Um, <laughs> the thing, the thing with the uh, with the hoodie is, is me and Joe were talking. So if anyone listening happens to own like a Ferrari or something like that, you know, we won't say no if they want to like let us uh, borrow it. That's true. We won't say no, right? No. Okay. No, no, All right. No. Fair enough. So if anyone has it, just go ahead and uh, yeah, we could use know, that for a photo shoot. Our, uh, Preferably red, but we'll take anything. 
I mean, yeah, if it's not red, then uh, we might say actually, no. Yeah. Actually, red might not be good because it'll it'll <laughs> it'll, uh, it'll blend in with the color. So, no, but yeah. yeah, if you got a Ferrari and you can help us out with a photo shoot of our clothes, we would love you. Uh, absolutely love you. Yeah. Um, I kind of wanted to kick this off by asking kind of something like a little stupid question because you're an avid traveler. And I saw. Are we are we jumping off of uh, topic here, or are we uh, is this relating to the clothes? Uh, jumping off topic, unless you had something else to add to it. No, no, no. I mean, just uh, I guess we'll have the close out by Friday this week. Um, we'll start to do some social and uh, email blasts. If you uh, don't know already, just check us out at uh, exmnds.com. Oh, what about uh, the promo code for the podcast? Yeah. Uh, we so we, we're, we're launching a promo code. Uh, so it's exmpod. Uh, that'll get you a 10% discount off of pretty much anything in the store. Yep. So if you are a, a loyal listener, that's a special code only for the uh, podcast. We won't be doing that anywhere else. Um, in addition, also during the course of this week, we um, have boys. a bunch of closeouts uh, on the website. So some of the old stuff in sort of odd sizes like smalls. If you are a small, I really would encourage you to check it out because there's some super cheap stuff up there. But we lowered the price just to kind of move out some of the onesie twosie stuff that we have left. So that's up there. Um, yep. You can basically just search the uh, store on closeouts, and you'll see there's a whole bunch of stuff uh, from past uh, stuff, a lot of onesie twosie stuff. So again, if you are a small, uh, I would really encourage you to check it out because it's really cheap stuff. But yeah, so look for that, and then uh, this drop will happen. And then we're already brainstorming for the summer, and we're going to have. Uh, weight correct clothing for the summer right we won't be yeah. doing uh, massively heavy hoodies and sweatpants in the summer so yeah that was it was funny we were driving over to uh we, we stopped by starbucks on the way to go get the new clothes and i was like joe we somehow managed to do it again like right <laughs> right before the i mean i probably shouldn't say this but you know fuck it uh right before like the hot season's coming up we're dropping like yeah. you know like hot, 350 yeah. gram uh hoodies and 250 gram long sleeve shirts well that are, i mean the hoodies are our thing right so, so that uh that, yeah, that's I mean, kind it's of our, it's our, our bread thing, and, it's but. our bread and butter at this point but i mean yeah it's just it is what it is but i must say though when uh fall came around this year and we dropped the the 777 uh skull yep. shirts and everything everyone was complimenting and they're like oh where can i get this so it's like the style and the appeal for it's there but maybe just the geographic and uh yeah region timing. location yeah, and yeah. timing and everything kind of plays a part in that so i highly suggest picking it up i mean you're not gonna find as much bang for your buck i would say with the clothes i mean as far as the materials and everything goes it's all top top of the line stuff i'd yep. say so yeah and if you are concerned about uh lighter wear for the for the summertime uh keep in mind that we do have the color change tees, we still have yeah. those up on the site. They're <laughs> that still we dropped in the middle of December. But... Yeah, well, I mean, there's some inventory yeah. there, right? And they're short sleeve, and they're uh, yeah. definitely uh, they're all set up for the sun. So when you walk into the sun, the changes the logo changes color, which is really yeah. slick. I know that that was really cool. And um, and then it... we have the OG scripts shirt uh, tees. We still have those, um, yeah. which is just the exclusive minds on black and white tee, lightweight. Um, so if you're looking for something to get you into the warmer months or gym wear uh we have it so yeah. check those out and then again we have some leftovers in various sizes that also includes a bunch of t-shirts so yep, there's some stuff enough. there for the warmer weather but um this drop will happen on whatever i think the date is but we'll, sure. well friday um 24th 24th and then uh we'll probably not be too far out on coming out with some summer wear hopefully we'll yeah. have that by uh i don't want to say late april because we'll never do that um probably may um yeah. late may maybe so look for yeah. that we'll have more info 
But, uh, yeah, we're rocking the clothes still, and uh, you can definitely support the podcast if you want by just buying clothes, right? Don't donate. Just yeah, there you go. Throw us a throw us a bone by picking up some uh, t-shirts, hoodies, whatever it might be. So, Fantastic. Um, yeah, I guess we'll leave it at that. You'll see more coming. Sign up for the uh, uh, we have an email list. So if you want to go to the website, just uh, you'll see a spot where it just says join the mail list, and that would be great. We we really don't send out uh, weekly stuff. I think um, any marketing person would tell us we suck at that because uh, we we actually try not to overload your uh, mailbox. Uh, mailbox with. Garbage. weekly or by daily uh emails uh promoting stuff so it we do it but it's uh few and far in between so you won't get spammed you won't get hammered when we send something out it's because we got something to talk about so no, uh, great that was good uh good ad read yeah, yeah 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 good. sorry so i mean no, it was a little of the exclusive minds uh clothing uh advertising but hey we have to pay for this somehow so sure. uh, hopefully that's it all right sorry man so you wanted to get into traveling traveling yeah so uh there was a picture going around of this guy he was eating a uh a half rack of ribs on an airplane and it was like a half rack of ribs and like coleslaw and stuff <laughs> like that and then uh Who this was that so then this also happened with me but not with ribs it, it was a woman she ordered like there was like domino's or papa john's in the airport in the airport yeah yeah it and happens she she brought the whole pizza box on the plane wow so they let you do that she did wow who's gonna stop her right i mean i've never already, seen that in all already, the times i've traveled listen, i've never so seen that you're already on the you're past like the security and everything like that you're inside the airport like you could uh, theoretically do whatever you want i guess within the reins of yeah, buying yeah. something right so it's like have you ever like i was gonna say have you ever experienced something where someone's like eating something that's like like uh, like is there like an unspoken rule to no, not I eat mean, on a plane like smelly foods like that there isn't i mean unfortunately there isn't so i i it doesn't happen a lot i mean i travel a shit ton right sure. and i i can't tell you that i've seen people kind of come on with a uh, big ass, you know, meat sandwiches or something like that, that smell up the place, but it, it does happen. Um, I've never seen a full pizza, maybe a slice, but never a full pizza. A full pizza. I think the worst thing that I've kind of come across is sometimes people will get, um, I, I don't, you know, like a meatball sandwich or, uh, I guess even just a, um, you know, I don't even know what the store subway, you know, like a, sure, a, right. a hoagie or something like yeah. that. That's got, Maybe some oregano or something on it. So, I mean, you know, it, it'll smell, but, it you know, it doesn't linger, and it's not like the entire plane is yeah. raking. If you're in close proximity, you're like, ah, it's a little loud for me, but, you know, it, so be it. I mean. Yeah, no, I don't I don't think the, the pizza really smelled that bad, but I could imagine ribs, like, with the barbecue sauce. Yeah, that's that nuts. probably, like, stink up the whole joint, and it would probably be terrible. But, like, people just, like, have, like, I guess just, like, either massive balls to do that like because like what no, really truly they're they're truly just bizarre. they're just not aware they're not self they're not they're like, not self-aware they just i mean I, I don't know how else you could explain it i mean uh, <laughs> I, I think people just are oblivious i mean certain people just kind of live in they no put on life. the blinders you know like the horse blinders and and they just kind of go about their life and they don't really think about what they're doing and how it impacts or you know what others are looking at it's probably i mean for some people it's probably a gift and others it's like what the hell i mean come on man just sure, think yeah. i mean yeah that's, sorry that's... man uh girl uh oh, Christ. <laughs> no man I, I, whatever I, 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 sure um no i was gonna ask so like speak being on the, the topic then i guess of blinders because this is a good segue is like 
Uh, another thing I saw, I mean, coincidentally, like a lot of my stuff I get nowadays to talk about is from Twitter. But another thing from Twitter was how much of the blame, and this is a great conversation for you because you are a parent, of how much of the blame is on the parent versus the content creator for our younger generation to see or consume content? Well, I mean, uh, obviously parenting is a big part of it, right? Um, and that's probably part of the reason for the collapse in society is there just isn't the traditional family setup. Um, so that's a big part. But I'll say, you know, as a parent who I think is okay at it and tries to keep my kids out of trouble, there's no way you can you can keep your kids away from social media. I mean, sure. So I, you know, unfortunately, I think it's a little bit of a balancing act. Sure, you could, I mean, you could try and take it away from them completely, but when kids become teens, they're going to have a phone and they're going to have access to it, whether you like it or not. Um, I think unless you're super draconian, and then it's going to just it ends up being worse, right? It ends up backfiring, and you end up causing your kids more harm by just not letting them live life. So it's parenting is <laughs> I kind of laugh, right? Parenting is not easy, man. Sure, it's just no, not. I would, I would imagine so. So I don't I don't fault people who've kind of fallen into I guess I'm looking at the traps. other side because like the way that this content creator spoke of it is like parents would like email him or write on the comments like, "Hey, your your content is inappropriate for my child." Right? But at the same time, and the content like, creator is like, why are you letting the kids, yeah, your like, kid watch my stuff? Sure. That's it's, where that it, argument Look, comes it's fair, play. but I mean, unfortunately, in the world we live in, right, there, there is no mechanism to real. I mean, other than becoming a draconian parent who is just so overburdening on your kids where you, you know, they can't have phones, uh, you know. That's like Ben Shapiro. You literally control. You know? Well, his kids are t six and seven, right? So that you understand. But when they get to be teens, yeah, I mean, like, what do you? I mean, what are you going to do? You're going to literally uh, set up a firewall in your house on your uh, on your wireless access point and, and shut it off at ten o'clock at night? Or I mean, there's just there's a million things that I guess I guess you could do, but I'm telling you as a parent, right? You, you can't <laughs> that monitor. has its own effect, right? I, I mean, I don't think anyone would truly be able to monitor it because even if it's not online with your online friends, it's at school. Like you go to school, someone's gonna be like, "Hey, by the way, Sam," you know, you know what I mean? Like it, there's endless amount of opportunity for people or kids to just find information nowadays oh, versus yeah, like yeah. before. It's like you know you don't have. Uh, xbox party chat or playstation party chat or even you know like access to google reddit uh twitter endless amounts of things where it's like you truly could go uh at, you know any part of the country at the matter of your fingertips and figure anything oh out. I, well i mean the world's a different place from when i was a kid i mean god almighty right no i, I, I mean <laughs> i don't we could get into it but i mean it's uh i mean it's so easy to to get whatever you want these days. And yeah. as a parent, it's almost impossible to just, you know, even if it's you, even if you shut your kid down, they go to school with, you know, 37 other kids in their class who all aren't shut down and say, hey, sure. look at this. <laughs> look at this. Look, check out this, you know, it's and you're like, like uh, okay. Yeah. And then, you know, so you, you can't, I mean, as a parent, you can no longer, you can't control that information flow. It's just not possible. I remember when I went to school and the first time it was like this, that one, like, group of kids at school, they, like, were showing people, like, all these, like, live leak, like, crazy, like, crazy things happening. Like, someone getting shot or, like, someone getting ran over. And I, I saw it and I was like, like, this is on the internet? Like, you could literally just look this up yeah. and it's fucking insane. And I still remember, like, being, like, 
this is completely different from what I watch on like in my free time, which was like Minecraft at the time or like yeah, Naruto yeah, yeah. or some yeah. shit. But um, yeah, I, I mean, obviously, parents have some control. It's it's a give and take. I mean, yeah. uh, so. I don't know, man. Social media is really the ill of society, period. I mean, I, I know it's a very broad stroke statement, but let's face facts. I mean, yeah. <laughs> let's face facts. Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, it is just the downfall of civilization as we know it. Well, speaking of the so downfall of civilization, um, <laughs> this is kind of like, this is the last dark topic that I have. But you know Mr. Beast, obviously. Yeah. He's, you know, with Feastables. He does a bunch of, like, philanthropy. But in his most recent uh, philanthropy, whatever I'm trying to say, that word of, like, his latest endeavor for his philanthropy journey, he uh, he gave two or 20,000 kids in South Africa their first pair of shoes. So he went there and he recorded it, and obviously. But with Mr. Beast, you know, even doing such like a good act of this or in his other video, like he cured a thousand people's blindness. He actually got some backfire from people saying that he's only doing this for self-promotion. Self-promotion. Uh, okay. And I mean, his, his rebuttal, though, is all of the money that he generates off of his uh, philanthropy channel, he donates 100% of that right. money into this. But they're like, oh, but you're still doing that for your other platforms, which is going to grow your subscriber count and even yeah, doing people something are so ridiculous with that. Cause I mean, it's a chicken in the egg thing, right? I mean, I, I have you, one, take you on have this. to, you have to kind of create content or create buzz and talk in order to generate the revenue to be able to actually give it away. Right. So yeah. I mean, that's a crock of shit. I, of course, of course it's going to look self-serving. Um, I have a hard, I have a hard stance on this and it's not even close, not even comparable because the way that I look at it is, is it's black and white right look like mr beast went out sure he could have recorded he could have recorded it sold it whatever he wanted to do but him by him doing that the act is still being done right yeah sure so like that person that's commenting oh well he's only doing this for self-promo how many shoes did you give away or how many people's blindness did you give away or uh cure right None. So no, it's like I mean, the only know, time like, that argument would stand is if they're making money on it. I, I don't even then. But I even mean, then, he's still doing that act. Like, yeah, yeah he's getting money from. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of thinking to us with the breast cancer sh uh, hoodies and stuff like that, and it's like uh, we're still doing. <laughs> like, I, I mean, look, we're not doing it because we're trying to leverage that to make money. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, sure, we promote it, but I mean, yeah, but you're knows? also promoting a good cause by I mean, doing so. <laughs> Yeah. Right. So, I mean, I'm sorry that so the, we are trying to do good and, you know, show that we're decent people. I don't, I don't know, man. Yeah, no, it's, it's just, it's all fucked up because there's actually like a conversation. It's like, hey, why don't we just watch this guy? And that was like the whole thing back in the day with uh, the the YouTube pranksters where like before, like the whole like Roman Atwood era, the Vitali era, where they would like just like give like a homeless guy like a hundred dollars right. or give a homeless guy like uh, all like whatever fast food or whatever and then people would be like you're only doing this for it being on camera well it's well, true i mean yeah, yeah. it's it, it is being on camera but that guy still got a meal that day or that guy still got a hundred bucks that day so it's like he doesn't give a damn if they make you know tens of thousands of dollars on the back end he was you know he got something that he typically wouldn't have gotten otherwise right oh man <laughs> you see what i'm saying though? Yeah, i do but um yeah, I mean, I don't know. There's a there's a difference between like going and giving away twenty thousand pairs of shoes to a bunch of kids, and and you and you know the homeless thing where you kind of give them a hundred dollars and video record the whole thing is. I mean, I don't know. I mean, that's a little. It's, it is very self serving. Um, 
it's not altruistic you know i i think that there's a, a silver lining in all of it and i just kind of look at it from that aspect i, I mean i think some people took some of that and made it altruistic in the sense that if the homeless guy did something some act of good as a result of it um and promoted it as you know such then you could sit there and say well look it's kind of the uh you know it's it's the butterfly effect right it's the you know sure, it, right. it kind of it's small, rippling a and small deed turned into something much greater yeah yeah so i mean uh but i mean a lot of that i think was definitely self-serving and self you know self-interest generating and yeah i mean and then you think of it from the opposite perspective where it's like Okay, let's say that a money hunger YouTuber saw that X person gave someone a hundred bucks. Now another person who's also money hungry, seeing that that worked, that formula, maybe he gave another homeless guy two hundred bucks, but then he's also going to get more money on the back end. So it's like there's also that good of like more people are helping the homeless in this instance of you know this person's getting a hundred dollars, this person's getting two hundred, and then a bunch of micro creators are also feeding into that. So it's like. That could also be a good thing. Yes, those YouTubers or those content creators who are doing that are getting obviously a significant, like a, a significant more amount of money, but the act is still being done. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So that's kind of that's kind of like the whole thing behind it. I just wanted to hear your kind of uh, response to it, and it's not everybody. <sighs> you it's know, just I mean, the, at the end of the day, I think the real key takeaway is there's no there's no black and there's no white. I, I, I mean. I don't and, know, the way and, that I looked at it, it was like so like apparent. It's like, why can you be mad at this guy? That's the way I. That's the way I looked uh, at it. Uh, and yeah, and there's some merit to that. Um, I, like I said, I mean, there's just <laughs> there's good and there's bad. And if you want to look for it, you can find it. Um, and uh, there are obviously people who just live black and white, and the reality is somewhere in between. So yeah, I mean, and, and like I said though, the, it, it's not everybody who's attacking him. It's just that percentage of like one or two percent of people who are like i have nothing better to do i hide behind my profile picture and i'm just gonna write whatever the hell i want and face no repercussion for it right yep. you know what i mean so that almost brings up another conversation of like should there be a deeper like security check of like hey in order to get on to twitter you have to like upload a picture of your photo id to like you know have that business out there but i don't think well, I mean, I know – so, I mean, obviously that mechanism is, is in place because there are certain social media sites where that's part of the approval process, right? I think with Twitter – I'm thinking with Twitter Blue it might be, but I know like – I know it's like. Oh, you're talking about the verif the verification process. Yeah, where you actually have yeah. to take a photo of your ID and then right. you, and then you have to take a picture of your face and it matches it. So, it's like yeah, that's the thing on Instagram. It's kind of scoot. I just did it with uh, so Noah wanted some Bitcoin for something and I had to do it through the Cash App because I gotcha, okay. I had some Bitcoin in in my Cash App sure. and. I guess in order for me to, I, I, I could buy Bitcoin all day long and it never asked me for any verification. Sure. The second I wanted to transfer money to somebody else, I needed to be a verified, you know, User, per, yeah. who am I, right? And that was the process. I had to, I had to take a picture of my license, driver's license. Then they wanted to basically use the camera to take a real-time yeah. picture of me where I had to move around and stuff like that. And then I guess there's a computer algorithm on the back that compares the live picture to my photo ID to confirm yep. that it's me and then allows me to make the transaction. Yeah. And I was like, it, holy mackerel. I, I was going to make a joke coming on here. kind of when You're on the topic of finances. I was going to be like... You know, it's your two favorite uh, Silicon Valley bankers on the podcast. But, like, they, I mean, with all that <laughs> that new generation of, you know, currency, we've seen it with FTX and everything like that. It's like, you, 
it all it takes is one person to have like uh to get the trust like with FTX and Sam Bankman Freed yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Uh, free yeah. all he needed all he had like the cosign of like BlackRock Investments or whoever it was and everyone else was just like blindly following him to it so it's like the same thing with that it's like who, who the hell knows if it's like a robot that's actually doing it or some person like an intern just like oh, oh it was person. too quick to be a person you think so I mean, oh, maybe, I, yeah no way I maybe mean, it wasn't uh some sort of ai then, and i you, you know, know and, and of course it. i just blindly did it without even thinking about it. and then afterwards i'm like holy shit you want to talk about like kind of a security risk like i just gave these people my driver's yeah. license and you know a video a of my face yeah. for recognition and i'm like yeah, that was kind of dumb. I mean, I know I think Cash App is it's backed by you know one of the. So I'm yeah. I, I'm sure there was a privacy policy, and I don't remember it coming up, but I'm like, holy shit, because um, I know I I did the same thing with uh, it might have been True Social, one of the um, one of the alt, alt you know alt um, social media sites did the same thing. You had to if you wanted a check mark thing, you, you had to go to through basically the same process. Um, yeah. But you're you're turning over a lot of information, and I'm like, oh, holy shit! You know, like yeah. this is the TikTok thing, right? Where they're capturing everything, and I'm like, God, there's just oh man. Yeah, yeah, no. You're, you're <laughs> like right. if you want to get off the grid, good freaking luck. Right? <laughs> yeah, dead ass. I mean, uh, we kind of touched on it, but what what are your thoughts? I mean, I, I kind of had a couple more finance things on here, but I guess it would be a good segue because consider we talked about it. But the whole uh, Silicon, Silicon Valley thing, Bank. Yeah. What uh, what do you think about that whole fiasco? Um, <laughs> did they not learn from the previous like uh you know 12 months or six months even of past events like what what was well, the deal there? i mean i i think i have a fundamental understanding of kind of what happened and, and at the end of the day it was just uh really 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 poor management right it, it that's it bottom line right yeah. it wasn't uh it wasn't – I don't think that they were intentionally trying to defraud anybody. They weren't you know, trying to defraud the government. I think that they just had a bunch of people running that bank that apparently were financially stupid, which – is a crime in itself, I guess. Um, and they said the board of the board of that bank, there was literally only one guy who had any banking experience. All the other board members were mainly, uh, um, and you know, all the all the buzzword uh, acronym uh, people. Right? They had nobody who had any banking experience, and what they did was just stupid. Right? They had to all banks basically hedge against interest rates, and these guys didn't, and they got caught with their hands in the cookie jar and. Um, from what everything I've heard, they, you know, basically the government shouldn't have stepped in. They should have just let the bank fail. Um, really? That's the way it should work, right? I mean, why the hell are we paying for it? And I know Biden Wait, said, oh, we're not paying for it, which is a crock of shit. We're all paying for it. Okay. So to break that down even further, um, the the insurance for a bank it, for the regular person is like 250 grand. Right. It is. And I think it's a little bit more if you're married or something like that. I, mean, I don't think I, so. You don't think? I, I I'm no, a, I don't. I'm pretty sure. I think it's just two hundred fifty thousand dollars per account. Per account, okay. But anyway, long story short. So I mean, if your wife had an account, and you, you had could, an account, you could get five hundred thousand right. dollars. Sure. I suppose. But, but most of the people in the Silicon Valley is like that's like all tech ninety six percent of the people in that bank had well over that I had imagine. more than $250,000 sure. which is unheard of when it comes to banks right yeah. i don't know what the actual average is but if you go like a wells fargo or some of these other mega banks 
right? The, People have like it. It is a it is a much much different portfolio. It's like a complete opposite, right? Oh my god! Yeah. It's like ninety six percent of the people have less than two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Some I don't know what the exact number is. So don't hold it to me, but it's it definitely is inverse of what happened here, right? So it's like this, this was a bailout of rich people. Yeah, I mean, it, pure pure and simple, it was a bailout of rich people. And to name some of the names that were in this, you're talking like Roblox, Roblox, uh, uh, Roku, Spotify, um, or not Spotify, um, Shopify was in it. Roku had like four hundred million dollars yeah. in the bank. Uh, Roblox had a couple but hundred million dollars. To answer your your or to go off what you said, the whole promotion of it was, hey, this is not coming out of taxpayers' pockets. This is coming out of a fund that banks buy into or an insurance policy, So, I mean, the FD, policy, right? FDIC is, um, I don't know if it's government-run. I guess it is government-run, but it is, it's funded by basically fees that the bank pay. It's kind of yeah. like an insurance policy, right, which is yeah. exactly what it is. So the, the banks, um, I and don't know how they... Here how they determine that, but the banks all pay into it. So in theory, right, um, the the FDIC would um, cover the $250,000 for losses for pretty much any bank if it ever folded and collapsed, right? That's the the safety blanket to keep, you know, you and I, right, the mom and pops, uh, you know, feeling comfortable with the whole banking system, right? So this um they're going to use that mechanism to basically just reimburse everybody regardless of the amount of money in there right yeah. so if you had two hundred fifty thousand dollars or less you're covered but if you had 250 million dollars they're covering you so i think it's a little it's kind of one of those things where you have to kind of understand the nuances right the bank the bank had backing right the 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 investments that so when when you put money into a bank right any bank basically takes that money and then lends it back out Sure. And if they ever got a 100% rush on the bank, any bank would be screwed, even Wells Fargo or Bank of America, right? right? But the reality is that that never that happens. happens. And that's right? where the whole uh, the FTX thing is interesting because FTX was loaning out their own shares of FTX coin. So they were like, all right, that if was you a give, little bit different. Though. If you give us yeah. like a million dollars, we'll give you, I forget the the, t- the ticker for uh, whatever the fuck it is, FTX. The FTX coin or whatever, but FTX coin only mattered however much they had. So it was like yeah, I'm yeah, going to give you imaginary not, coin. Not the same situation, you know. But I know so, that's just kind of like right. a scenario. So I mean, the, so the, where... I mean, the bottom line is the bank, the bank has assets, um, but the problem is those assets were all like ten year uh, government bonds. And because the interest rates have gone up so much, those bonds became worth – they weren't worth less. They just didn't have the same return and the same equity that um, they would have if they hadn't completely leveraged across the board right. on this one asset class. And so what ends up happening was um, they they had, a, they had a run because I guess – People were getting word that they were sort of isolated in this one thing, and so even even a slight run on the bank caused this little this ripple effect that they had two options. One was to try and liquidate those assets at a loss, which is what they ended up doing, and that's why they lost two billion dollars overnight, right? Um, but they're still backing there. So even though the bank, uh, you know, someone has like four hundred million dollars in assets, that doesn't necessarily mean that, that we have someone's, that, you know, the government is backing four hundred million dollars, right? The government may have to back, you know, two million or two million of that four hundred million dollars or some. There's some number, right? So sure. 
it, it's it's not necessarily as bad as it looks. Um, it's bad, but it's not. It, it, it's what, still. What's I mean, there also are... bad about it too is like you said, it caused a ripple effect. But not only with that bank, with other banks, I forget the name of the other banks. But yeah, because like, there were some of them were doing the same sort they of were thing. The same I mean, thing. It, yeah, and people were. I mean, pulling, at the end of the day, all the out of the banks because or, they were worried about that. Yeah, I mean, all know? the legitimate banks have been fine. Like, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. Wells Fargo's fine. Bank of America's fine. I heard Wells Fargo is like kind of like a shitty bank. Like it's kind of corrupt or like they had problems before. years ago but then i think that they've kind of gone the more clean route. yeah sort of the straight and narrow to avoid a lot of this uh stuff yeah. um i remember doing I mean, like a paper on them in college and it was like they like used to like just open up accounts for people yeah and they well I, they, they were paying their bank right. people to you know like we'll give you a hundred dollar bonus for signing up an account sure right so when you came in to have a conversation about signing up a checking account at the same time and you only wanted a checking account they would open right up they would open up yeah. uh you know life insurance policy yeah. uh, you know all kinds of other stuff and that that's you what, didn't ask about and that's where like that whole not tell collapse you. came from right yeah right um yeah so i i, I saw that in the, in the news and i was like i you know obviously doesn't affect anyone that's not you know, making or that has over two hundred and fifty thousand dollars in the account. So, yeah, I, I mean, it, it's it's clearly uh, it's clearly a bailout of very wealthy people. Um, yeah, a lot of people say it shouldn't have been done, and you should have just let it fail, and that's the way it goes, right? I mean, yeah. and <laughs> it's funny because they I, they have all these people they're interviewing who are you know very rich people who all go, yeah, we knew the risks, right? You know, <laughs> I had fifty million dollars in the bank, and you're right, you shouldn't have you shouldn't have saved this, right? I I knew the risks, and I'm like, yeah. holy mackerel, what is yeah. the deal here? Yeah, that's that's insane. Thank God we didn't have to worry about that. But uh, I mean, so I you know the 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 big issue is. Um, the perception that that it's not going to cost the taxpayers any money, but that's really not true because one of two things is going to happen. One is the FDIC can't cover the losses and they have to be backstopped by the government, in which case we're paying for it, right? It's taxpayer money. Or um, it's covered, but now the FDIC, because of the risk exposure of this type of activity, is raising their fees, which – Though directly isn't taxing you and I, it's costing us because the banks all across the board, including Wells Fargo and all these other big banks, are now going to have to charge more uh, fees to cover the increased fees right. on this make, insurance policy, right? Sure, so, yeah, yeah. they, you know, it, it's smoke and mirrors, right? It, you know, in some cases, sure, you know, the taxpayer is not directly paying it, but yes, we are, you know. I think this would be a great time to talk about how both of us are not financial advisors in the slightest. Uh, it's probably clear after that conversation <laughs> and just rambling, babbling about. You know, but yes, it is true that we are not financial advisors, and where I'm a layman trying to follow it in the news and make sense of just trying uh, to make it make sense for the common. This folk, crazy, crazy shit. So, um, I mean, you probably have seen a lot of this throughout. This uh, is the, like, so. I should I add? This is kind of also the problem in the world, right? Because. I think there's probably a large swath of the of of the world who the GP. doesn't care about it at all because it didn't directly impact them, even though it, it is in a I microscopic mean, way. It will it, it will right. impact I mean, them. It's it's one of these things where I just you know like you always see these man on the street reports where they they go out and you know they're cherry picking the people, but they go a lot <laughs> I, of times it's they go to colleges about. right and they yeah. ask the stupid. I mean, just basic questions. Who is the forty fifth president of the United right, States? They can't answer it, <laughs> yeah. and I'm like, I just shake my head and I'm like, man, you know, yeah. I mean, 
Really? There is people who uh, are just, like who you're live part by, of this they, world, right? They live and by the saying, even though it didn't impact, yes. right? You know, so it's like they, it, no, no, no sweat off my back if I don't know, and who right. cares, right? They just go about their day. But then those same people are also the same people about something. Uh, I know, I know. So it's, it's you know, it doesn't make any sense. It's like, yeah. if, uh, and I guess I fit in that category too. I must be you know saying that because. I won't get into it, but I don't like necessarily take a stance on like a political view. Like I consider myself someone who's just like straight in the middle. Like I'm a what do you call it? Like a middleist or some shit. Like I kind of like you know pick you know little parts. I, from this I don't side, even know. I don't even know what the lines are anymore. Sure, I mean, right. it's you're either alt right or alt left, and there's nothing in between. <laughs> there really isn't. I mean, that's yeah. just that's the way it is. If you associate with a Republican, you are immediately as far right as humanly <laughs> you're possible. You're basically Donald Trump. You're, you're basically a Nazi, right? <laughs> and if you're on the left, you're a complete crackpot. And you have blue there hair. There is no sure, in right. between. That is the yeah. biggest issue that we have in the world today, right? There isn't. There isn't any. But, hey, I'm a libertarian right down the uh, the I, middle. There, just, yeah, there is I, no such thing. I think thing. you should just have like a, a general like moral compass of like even when I say that to some and of my I'm friends, they get pissed that off just, about that though because they're like, all right, if you don't have like a, a set stance, then you're like, yeah. You know, you're I mean, just, I'm not saying you know. that. Uh, okay, so I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm sort of saying it from a political angle, but at the same time, it's just, God, just be self-aware. Like we talked about the plane, yeah. right? It's just be self-aware of, of what's going on in the world around you, sure. because though it might not impact you, a Silicon Valley bank going under and the government saving it, oh, it doesn't bother me. What do I care? I didn't have any money in that bank. Right. Well, yeah, it does, right? I mean, there's you have exposure to other things, right? So it's just like, oh, come and on, man. Just be up, self-aware. It brings up those red flags, and I, and I keep cross-referencing it too, but it's like, hey, maybe if I looked a little bit deeper into that FTX thing, or if I looked a little bit deeper into that Silicon Valley thing, maybe I could think if I ever get into that situation. Right, it's where a learning I have, experience like, of how to avoid it. So, like, and... all right, if these guys are offering me their own crypto of imaginary coins of their own money, it's right. like, hey, maybe that is a red flag, and maybe we should all just because BlackRock backs backs this person who has you know thousands upon thousands of people to look into it. Maybe I should use my own due diligence and think about it. But that's besides the point. Um. I think I wanted to I wanted to bring this up because I never seen anything like this, especially because like I've been following these guys since I was geez, like twelve years old myself. And they, they so they basically it's it's the FaZe clan. They opened up their stock to the public, I think it was twenty twenty one. I could be mistaken, but their stock opened up and it opened up and it saw an all time high of it was like twenty bucks, which is unheard of. These guys are like gamers. They have a gaming organization. They are mass in the esports. Everyone knows FaZe Clan if you have ever been a gamer or in, you know within the past fifteen years. They're they're absolutely massive. But uh, their stock their stock was at twenty dollars in August and it's just now below fifty cents. Which yeah, I'm I sure can, that I can you know tell that's you exactly what happened. What happened? Because so, I was going to say like you've probably seen this, but like for me, it's like these guys are like the peak of gaming organizations and it's just like now it's so like, i mean at the end of the day when you go public and your stock is trading it's obviously high. eventually everything's going to filter down to whether or not you are making money yeah and so what that tells me is the stock went public and it went public at twenty dollars and it was bought by a lot of what we'll it, call let me see, what we'll call street level investors you know like you so it went it went public at like fourteen dollars okay so i mean what ended up happening was it went public and all the fanboys who don't know anything yeah. about, you know, finances at all were like, oh, my God, Face Clan, I want, a, I want a piece of the action here, right? This is going to be the next big thing. This is going to be a billion-dollar thing. But they have no financial Literacy. acumen at sure. all, right? Yeah. And so they bumped it immediately up to $20. And then reality sets in that 
all these institutions and all the people who really, really kind of dictate publicly traded companies. You know, it's not me. It's not you. It's BlackRock and it's all these, you know, hedge funds and all this other shit that really move the needle. Right. And they start to do a forensic accounting of is this place is this place really making money? And more importantly, do they have the ability to make more money in the future based on something and clearly by telling me it's 50 cents now they don't right yeah. they're they're looking at it and they're like there's no strategy here there's no there's no uh there's no prospects for growth right they might be making money and i was gonna might, say i think but, they are but making that's money. it right they're yeah. making x dollars today and wall street's basically saying guess what you are going to either be making x dollars tomorrow or you're going to be making x minus Tomorrow, you're never going to be making X plus. Gotcha. You've got no growth prospects, and that that in in, in, the, in layman's terms, that's what happened. Yeah, it sounds like they're like I because they're on the Nasdaq, and if you're under a dollar, don't you get kicked off? Of the uh, there's a window a that you have to um, correct that, and if it's under a dollar for I, I think it's a dollar, if it's under a dollar for a while, then you go into what they call the uh, off uh, OTC, which is. Yeah. They call it the penny stocks, right? But yep. that it, it's still you're still publicly traded. You're still kind of officially listed, but you're you're, you're not on the main Nasdaq tra- uh, stock trading thing. So yep. I don't I don't know the full impact of that, but it's pretty significant. So what a lot of times they'll do is they'll reverse split the stock to get it back over a dollar. So if they have you know whatever it is a million shares out and it's trading for fifty cents, if like they reverse sure. thing where you know they'll they'll basically say for every Every two shares, you're not going to have one share, but that one share is going to be worth twice as much. That's how they'll get yeah. above a dollar. Um, we've seen Tesla do this, and we've seen Apple do this a million times. Yeah, but that's the other way around, right? Where they're like making their stock is so high, like Tesla was right. like, like so. $1, I mean, there, there's two reasons they do it. One is obviously in this situation, which is a bad version of it, where you're trying to make it look like your stock's worth more than it really is by decreasing the number of shares. In Tesla or Apple's case, what happens is. They have a they they do have a large uh, individual following, right? And it gets to the point where I, as a as a as a small investor, can't I can't I can't spend like Tesla at one point was like eighteen hundred dollars a share, right? I'm not gonna buy I can't buy a hundred shares at eighteen hundred dollars a share, right? right? But I can buy a hundred shares at one hundred forty dollars a share. So they'll do a ten for one split or something like that to. Basically, bring the per share price down to something that the average investor can get their arms around. That's, it's a good thing though. Usually, because the only time that happens is when the when it's just going to Pluto, right? And they're trying to level set it. And I like and I like that they went to the Nasdaq because, like you said, it does give people who never necessarily weren't interested in investing a chance to invest. Now, you know, it's one of those things where you kind of have to A B test it a little bit, and you you lose some money, and that's just kind of how that goes. But at least you're doing it. At least you're at least putting yourself out there to you know do it i mean in this situation where me and you like we're messing around with uh meta the metaverse coin and it was just like <laughs> yeah decentraland well it was i mean like, that's very much like trading stocks yeah, it's the same premise you know we uh we put out like a hundred bucks where it's like hey if we lose it it's not you know we're not going to be uh you know rubbing two nickels together but it, it ended up working out so i think that well and you kind of experienced uh cost averaging um right with uh, quant. so instead of yeah. buying a whole all of it at one time you hedge it over sure. time to get a more balanced uh, price right there's all kinds of strategies in in stock market that's the same as crypto. So I mean, it's you know, if anything, I mean, crypto is probably a good learning experience for a lot of like younger, younger audience who sure. um, eventually may gravi- uh, 
graduate to stock trading and it's it's a similar mechanism yeah and i i think that i will be personally maybe buying some of the phase stock because i have been following them i won't buy a lot i'll tell you why is because with their business model it's around the influencer base where it's like hey me and you are going to be influencers we're going to represent the brand where it's like what if there's a situation and they almost had a situation a couple years ago where they came out with like a fake crypto coin and three or four of the guys got kicked off the team because <laughs> it was a scam essentially well right? you can't do that anymore either i mean if you're publicly traded there's there are very strict rules and you okay so you'll get busted pretty quick doing that shit so yeah so i guess that like i would imagine there is a lot more uh I guess right people in the right place, but at the same time, yeah. Because like, I mean, let's face it, very facts. lucrative. I guess. In that I business. mean, they probably had a lot of what we'll call alternative uh, ways of uh, getting revenue, right? Mm -hmm. That don't float in mainstream America. So I mean, you know, the the public at large, from a financing perspective, just looks at it and says this isn't sustainable, or that's not really a legit revenue stream that you know either we want you to be doing because the you know it's shady or it's you know, there's just a million things. So they they basically just dissect it and say this is this is the legit revenue streams, which is probably their co-branding with like Logitech or whatever it might be, yeah. right? There's revenue. There's revenue for that, yeah. right? Um, you know, that's legit revenue streams. But again, they're probably going, okay, great. You uh, you've partnered up with just about everybody who uh, you could possibly partner up with. Who else is left, right? And yeah. you know, it, they, it that's how they're looking at it, right? right and they're yeah. saying so. It's just like Bitcoin, right? I mean, Bitcoin was what we say, like sixty-seven grand, and then over time, right, everything sort of balances and it, it, it finds its it finds its point where it makes sense. Yeah, I mean, and we, that's kind of where we're at, right? I'm curious to see the future of Bitcoin though, because like in layman's terms, looking at it, it's like it could skyrocket again. Like mm. looking at how it was back in 2017, it went up to like nine grand and that was like, holy shit, this is the peak. This is the pinnacle. We never seen any stock touch nine grand like this before or crypto touched nine grand before. This is it. And then it shot down to like, I think it was like 2000 or 3000. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. I, my, my thought on let's Bitcoin that now anyway, it's uh Probably, I'm going to 20, guess 22, 27 actually. Okay. So, I mean, what has typically transpired recently, right? Bitcoin kind of found its range, and it was like anywhere between about eighteen and twenty-two thousand over the last. Sure, seems like it's been a year. It might not have been that long, but um, now it becomes sort of an outlet for people based on world events, right? So when S when SVB just tanked, every that's when uh, Bitcoin spiked like five thousand sure. dollars because everybody's like oh i gotta get into bitcoin because real <laughs> banks suck yeah and the reality is that you know i'm 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 guessing if i had to guess right i'm not a financial advisor i'm guessing you're gonna see bitcoin pull back once the smoke kind of clears yeah, from sure. this and people go ah yeah this isn't such a I, i'm great, more, <laughs> I'm more idea. or less talking about that foresight that four-year cycle because if you have the bitcoin thing pulled up it's like that 2017 mark, 2018 mark, when it fizzled down again, we go back to 2021. That's where it was at uh, 60 67, something. Yeah. Some, I only know because that was when I bought it. So yeah. <laughs> it was okay. literally like, I mean, yeah. I couldn't have timed it any better. It was the peak. It was like $67,500. Right, so I guess this is some financial advice. Whenever Joe buys into a crypto, yeah, you, you, you run, just wait, run a, little bit, yeah, wait yeah. a little bit. Um, but yeah, so... I, I don't know. I'm curious to see what that timeline looks like because uh, it fizzled out 2022. So, 
maybe revisit this conversation in 2026 and see uh, how, well, how things look I, I mean, clearly it's there's some merit to it. I mean, it's not going away. Um, I'm still, you know, obviously being a, a grizzled old aged veteran of the world we live <laughs> in, I, I, I mean, I would never buy anything other than Bitcoin or Ethereum, and that's it. I mean, yeah, I just bought some Ethereum, actually. Just a, just a, you know. And I don't know. I mean, Ethereum is 18, 1800 so I bought it at uh, 14 Okay, well. Yeah, so made, made a couple bucks. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's funny. We were all hot and heavy about that, and that was like a daily conversation of our podcast. Yeah, and then it yeah. just sort of like, I mean, it just kind of fizzled. It's like, yeah, it's not that much we fun went, anymore. <laughs> we went we went with the talk of the time, and that was that. You was know what's really funny, it. though? I, I We should probably make an effort. I mean, at least I should make an effort to kind of go back i mean i don't even know what what the hell is the i god I'm, I'm drawing a blank what was the uh what was the nft uh trading uh open sea yeah like is that still a thing and are, are people yeah, just kind of got done and no, realized they got burned by it i mean are the board apes still like a million dollars so all of the like from the communities that i follow and my obviously marcus being a good friend of mine keeping me in the loop with it it is still a thing. Like, there's a lot of communities that are still active and still pumping. He just looks at it as, like, all of the people who are in it for the hype are no longer in it. And all the people who truly really want to do it, it are there now. They're not. They're there now. So, But, I mean, seriously, I mean, yeah, please tell me that the Bored Apes and the... Well, we can look, right? The, the whatever the hell, anything, tiger, a, the, the crazy tigers... Tell me all that shit isn't still trading for thousands and tens of thousands and hundreds well, of thousands of dollars. Just, I mean, just to give you guys please a, tell me this. a point of reference, I the OpenSea app, I had to re-download it and it already downloaded it. And didn't that, they? I mean, they got all they got all kinds of bad press too, right? Didn't they have some dude who was like, uh, like internally uh, uh, playing both sides of the fence and stuff like that? Who, who really knows? Probably, right? I mean, who really knows? Okay, so Board Ape Yacht Club is the one you're talking about. Yeah. So the floor price as of March 19th is 61.8 Ethereum. So you said it was at what, 18? 1,800, so that's like 120 grand. See, that's still ridiculous in my opinion. Yeah. But, I mean, that's that's got to be way down from the – I mean, those board apes were like – Oh, my God, like, remember they were going like for like half a million, a yeah, million dollars? Yeah, I mean, oh, my God. So, I mean, I guess yeah. that's kind of coming back to – well, I, I won't even say reality because that just still yeah. blows me away. And but. I, I wish I knew, but the listed apes that are on sale right now is 3.1% of the total apes available. So out of the... Like how many are there? Uh, 10,000. That's So, so That's 3% of 10,000, what's like 3.3? Like 30 or... Uh, 30, 310. Yeah, 310, yeah. So 310 of the apes are listed, which is good. I mean, there people are holding on to it. Um, it says that there's 5.79k holders. Well, so. the funny thing is, a lot of these rich dumbasses bought them, and they probably, probably don't even, forget. Yeah, they don't even know how to sell them. That's like <laughs> they're not selling them because they don't even know what the hell it is. So uh, I bought a what? Uh, yeah, uh, I mean, I might we might be late to the party, but like when when like Ju uh, Justin Bieber and like Jimmy Fallon were quote unquote buying their yeah. apes. They were not actually getting bought their apes. They were not actually going like Justin Bieber wasn't there. Yeah, they were his being given one for the hype, for the promotion. Yeah, of it. yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I and that I feel like was something that people like the common folk didn't want no, them to know. You know what I mean? Of they, course not. And yeah. that, but you knew that was happening. Sure, you knew they right, weren't yeah, paying yeah. that kind of money for that shit. And it's crazy. It's absolutely nuts. But it's like uh, Kim Kardashian and shit, right? It's, yeah, come yeah, on. Yeah. You know she's not buying this crap. They're giving it to her. Speaking of Kim Kardashian.
what does she do now? Adidas projects, projects first annual loss in 30 oh, years that's... after split with Kanye West. The company is projecting a 738 we... million total loss. Yeah, didn't we talk about this? We no. talked about this. Yes, we did. We talked. Did about we talk about that? Yeah, in the last oh, podcast. Yeah. Fuck, bro. But anyway, but, but it's so funny, right? I mean, I they've, they've got they hun- they've got hundreds of millions back. of dollars of inventory. They're talking about burning. No, no, no. They're talking about bringing them back. I thought. No, I don't think so. No, no. I no I, way, dude. If they, I thought that they might be. They were like in negotiations of maybe signing them back, or he was making like an appearance again because he kind of wanted to. It go would back. make sense. I mean, he's been off the radar forever. I mean, he, it's been months since he's. He I think gone batshit crazy. He wanted to come back and talk about his stance with that whole Hitler situation, and then talk about how he wants to make a run for the twenty twenty four president. Oh please! So that's what I was told. By, uh, yeah, but I know that Adidas. Uh, yeah, Adidas is taken in the shirts. I mean, like, oh, yeah, tough one. That's that's rough. It's rough. It's extremely rough. I, we talked about this because I remember I said I, I haven't been on the uh, confirm app, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't even see. That's how long it's been since we, I don't yeah. even. I mean, ever since he was left, that number was that number out the 730 million though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They put it out. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it was well. like so they they said something about there was a couple hundred million dollars in inventory that they literally don't know what to do with because. I guess it's all Ye- uh, Yeezy branded, and they're like, "Do we? No. We can't put it out." Which is, I'm like, just sell it. Who gives a shit? Yeah, yeah. I mean, nobody cares. Be, I mean, people nobody... are gonna buy it. Especially, I mean, like, even if they take a hit, right? They're not selling it for the two hundred and thirty dollar price that they were once right. selling it. They're making those shoes for five dollars. I mean, if right? they're so like, worried about, uh, you know, sell it, and uh, that way at least you can recover your raw cost and then just donate whatever profits to sure. you know some Beast, uh, whatever and, uh, some uh, one of the one of the uh, whatever just i mean so it's like they they have uh, i don't know man it's just yeah. the whole thing is just so freaking screwed up man yeah you think that they would have a better solution um i have two more topics um go ahead i'm i'm yeah, yeah I don't... you okay so the first one was on my way over here i was watching a video about uh these gliding drones by uh a company Oh, damn, I didn't write the company name down. Let me see. Gliding drones. Yeah, so one second. I don't want to misspeak. So it's called Zipline. Sorry. So basically what Zipline is doing is they're coming into the business of doing the virtual or the drone delivery service, kind of like how Amazon was talking about, but they're actually making it happen. And they're doing um, like drone delivery in some, some major cities. But then the gliding drones, which are the big... Uh, like wider, uh, long-range drones call it. They go 150 miles uh, round trip, so 75 and then 75 back. Yep. They're doing a uh, uh, what do you call it? Like doing stuff for hospitals. So they have like a contract with a hospital in these uh, villages and these remote villages where they have a location. They have like a pit crew, and the hospital will order, "Hey, we need like a blood sample or whatever it is." They'll, you know, return that order around where there's like a whole pit crew dedicated to sending out these big drones that could go 75 miles in each direction, and then come back to their mm-hmm. their headquarters, which is super awesome. Like, I and uh, they didn't get no coverage up until um, I think it was yesterday where uh, Mark Rober. Uh, who's a YouTuber, he used to work for NASA, he made a video on them, and I highly recommend people go check it out because it's super dope. It's it's insane. Like, every 90 seconds, like I said, they would send out a new a new, uh, a new new drone to go deliver these Yeah, uh, I mean, most space facts, it makes hospital. sense. Yeah, and I think uh, the problem, too, with the whole Amazon thing is they, they had an idea. Maybe they just necessarily didn't find uh, the people. They didn't want to recruit the people to make it happen, but their drones were, like, super loud, 
the blades were like in well the pictures, the i mean mocks, so like, the amazon problem is they is probably scalability right i mean but it's amazon at the end in of order for yeah uh, yeah i mean that's a it's scaling to a, a mega thing where it sounds like this is a little bit more approachable from so, let's get it let's start it and do it um yeah but i mean hospitals make sense anywhere where you have to get remote deliveries or remote services where it's expensive as hell to send a person in, yeah. a, in a car um yeah i mean what the heck so now they're doing zipline stepping in and like i said in the urban cities they're doing terrible like, name though because all i think about is that uh thing where i hang on the uh on the, top the, the cable and yeah. and swing between trees i mean uh that's ziplining so so that with them now they're doing like food delivery so instead of like sitting in a car having all this here we go here we go so we're saving humanity you know by delivering medical supplies to some sub-sahara african and then now outpost now now we're delivering freaking mcdonald's (laughs) to some lazy ass uh well well, one's gonna who's probably probably a a depositor in in silicon valley bank i mean come on but that's where they're getting their money from right (laughs) they're gonna have some that's the problem with the world we live in right there that's it you just summed it up like (laughs) cutting edge technology they'll save the world to delivering freaking uber eats so i highly suggest you guys go do some even just watch the video for five don't watch the video for the right reasons not the wrong ones don't be one of those youtubers who does it for the self-promotion and the publicity oh full circle yeah there we go we're we're tying all this shit together in this podcast a lot of a lot of closed circles being closed here um and then the last thing i wanted to talk about was and actually (laughs) a super cool video i saw by uh tracks nyc he's a new york jeweler so he's you know selling uh, diamonds, lab diamonds, everything. He was actually in the movie um, Lab Diamonds. Yeah, like lab diamonds. He sells. Are like, they creating fake diamonds in the lab now? No, they're not fake. They're lab diamonds. There's a whole different subcategory to diamonds. So they're taking a piece of carbon and just artificially yep, pressurizing and it and yep. creating so a like, diamond. And for example, they did like one with like a VVS diamond, real one, and then a VVS lab diamond. So the question I have, as yep. someone who bought my wife a diamond ring a long time ago. Can you tell the difference between? You can't tell it unless you have it under like a, a heat a heat, like if someone comes up to you and they do one of those like mall tester diamond testers, it would test as real. Diamond. But unless they put it under like a special like Holy UV shit. like. So I should shit. tell my wife to sell her real diamond as fast as possible while sell it's still it. still a market for it. Sure, yeah. Until yeah. these fake ones hit, I'm not fake, but yeah, yeah, the lab ones hit. Yeah, but anyway, so he sorry, uh, you're yeah, good. Go he was in Uncut Gems. And he does a whole thing for his TikTok, and his most recent video as of recording this was he gave away uh, – he buys gold, like, ingots, like these little gold ingots, and he'll give them away to people on the street, right? But he just – like, the way that he looks and the way that his, his presenting it is – Here's so it's a two thousand dollar gold ingot, oh. and he's acting and, and like then a, they throw it out because so, they... yeah. So he's acting as like someone who's like a um, like giving like a bus ride or something. Like yeah, that. He's yeah. like, hey, do you want to please take this out of my hand? And people will walk by, but his confidence is like, hey, take this, take this, take this. Like he's so confident. And the underlying message that I kind of took out of it, and someone kind of analyzed it as well, was when you have that value, the perception of people's thoughts or what people think, it all just vanishes. Like he knows that he has a valuable gold ingot. He's just handing them out. But to other people, he looks like a crazy person just handing out flyers. But once you have something of value like that, you don't care what people think, right? And it's just super cool to see like... Well, no, I'm not sure I follow you here. So, so. when you have something... Are you criticizing the people who don't take it or... I'm criti- no, I'm just saying like from his perspective. I'm only commenting on him, not what other people think. But when you have uh, something of value, 
the value of what other people, whatever, whatever they think about their perception of what they think of you, it doesn't necessarily matter anymore. Like, cause you're, you know, I, what I have is valuable. This is worth $2,000. So no matter what I find extreme value in this, but to other people, you kind of just look like a crazy person. Like, Hey, take this, take this. Yeah, take but this. we're, uh, I mean, think about it though. Think about it. Uh, it. It's, but what you're describing is like, um, not really, uh, it's not really based on, value it's it's more it's, it's perception it's a it's almost like a psychology exercise right sure, I mean, right right so think of it like this right i mean it, seriously if there was just some like homeless looking dude on the street in new york who he's not, he doesn't look homeless. was trying to hand me uh what what turns out to be a stock certificate that's worth two sure. two million dollars i probably wouldn't take it because <laughs> you know I, I i look i mean you know that's that's the world we live in you don't you know right but i guess what i'm saying is to be the guy who's actually handing out the stock certificate you might look scraggly. no he's doing it for clicks right it's, it's right. clickbait i mean but he has the balls to get up there and do it where it's like most but people it's click, do that. but I, I don't what balls it's a it's that, okay that's, fair enough it's well, clickbait <laughs> i think i think that the value comes from what he's actually promoting which is the gold and he's actually just going out there like he's handing out flyers to well, what was the end game i'm not even sure i understand the end so game. the end game was just doing it for content that's exactly okay what it is. so you yeah. know so that's because he was. knows he's going to get exactly the result he was looking for, which is if he right. dresses like I a piece of shit, people aren't <laughs> going to take him serious and they're not going to even though he's trying to hand them two thousand dollars, they won't take it because there's a perception that this guy couldn't be handing me something of value. I'm looking at it from the aspect of what he's actually doing. He knows he has something valuable and he's giving it out to people for free. And he's, he's not giving it away for free. Well, I guess technically not. If the clicks okay, and everything. he's not giving it away. He's not giving away anything for free. How is he not giving it away for free? Because he's getting paid on the back end for the YouTube sus so, subscribers right, and revenue. So right, indirectly, so it's never for free. I mean, that's this is the, the same conversation as the first. You're one right. It is exactly. So, so I mean, yeah. So he's giving it away. The gold. The gold is a free transaction, but he's getting paid on the back end by YouTube. Is what you're saying? Right. So that's why it's not free. Right. Okay. All right. I just wanted to. I I think that it is the still Mr. A free Beast act. thing's a little bit. I mean, it's the same premise, but it's a little different because that that you could sit there and say is a lot more altruistic. You know. I, I okay. Mean, I get that because he's giving it on a on a and on he's a also not. He's also but he and he's also being above board on and saying I am giving these shoes away right. And there's no me, there's sorry. no like uh, hidden you know hidden message there right this this guy. This is the this is the give the hundred dollars to the homeless guy and then videotape it right. and cherry pick the so then that's the where good our, ones and the bad ones and and do it for clickbait. It's, I, so that's where I, our I'm values. Sure, yeah. That's where the value of the thing is like. All right, well, the people are still getting it. The value cut. of the thing is almost irrelevant, right? It's been done a million times. That you okay trade the no, nugget saying, of gold for right? No, no, that's what we're talking the hundred dollar bill or whatever it is, right? It's the people are still getting the two thousand and he's getting paid on the back end. It's yeah. like you know, as like oh shit, we're in an hour. Hey, man. Damn, time flies when you don't do this often. Yeah, well, it's been three three weeks, man. You said you had another thing? No, that was it. That was only the two things. All right, because I don't want to harp on this one too much because I'm already giving it grief. Because uh, I'm like, ah, it's <laughs> bullshit. Joe, you know? Joe's turning as red as the hoodies that he's Nobody, wearing. Right yeah. <laughs> Nobody so, gives away anything for free. Uh, yeah, but no, that's that's about it. I mean, I feel like um, I think we covered some good topics. This yeah, episode. we're back. We're back. back. Yeah. yeah, well, we'll try and be and back every once in a while. Um, use the podcast code to get 10% off. And I think yes, that's EXM pod. In the uh, in the in the coupon code on the Exclusive Minds website, uh, you can go to exclusiveminds.shop and exclusiveminds.store 
You just can't go to ExclusiveMinds.com because some dude in the Philippines is effing us over on that. So Yeah, uh, and you reach yeah. out to him every so often just to kind of— I do, and he wants, you know, like $5,000. I'm like, dude, we're a little, like, yeah. rinky-dink shit-ass shop that sells T-shirts, he, and you want me to pay 5000 bucks for ExclusiveMinds.com? Yeah, Kiss my ass, sense. bro. It doesn't make sense. So if you're listening, you ain't going to get 5000 bucks from me. Um, so me. we have uh, worked around it as much as we can. Yep. But, uh, yeah, EXMNDS.com. Like and subscribe this podcast. We need all the checks we can get. Um, checks in the sense of the boxes, not the <laughs> royalty checks. We don't get shit. Yeah. This is all free. Uh, yeah, that's it. So uh, anyway, we're done. We're done. Cool. Peace out, man. All right. Have a good one. Later.